Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Happy Friday the 13th. It's time for the 96 Take. I'm Jim with Devin Peacock. We do the morning show on FM 96, then come across to 980 CFPL uh, at the noon hour and uh, come hang out with you guys and give our perspective uh, for the 980 listeners. Dev, are you a superstitious man? I am not a superstitious man. Yeah. I, I, there was a time when I was a bit, when I was playing baseball more regularly, yeah. and I'd, I'd have my my routine, and if I deviated from the routine, uh, I would typically just do worse, and so I, I kind of got into that, so I felt if I, I had to do the routine to hit better and to play better, but since then, I haven't really been as superstitious. Yeah. I didn't really have any sports superstitions growing up. I really, I hate people who are super superstitious, but... Uh, I, you know, I have to admit, though, every time I see a black cat cross in front of my car or something like that, I do go, oh, my day's screwed. But I don't really think about superstitions, but for some reason, I still get bad omens like that, you know? If there's, like, a ladder, I'll try not to walk under it. Yeah. Even though nothing would happen. I'd, I'd, it's something you avoid. Yeah. You never see people who, you know, toss salt over their shoulder or anything like that but uh, every time I, you see it every now and then I see it like every couple of years yeah. and it's kind of like oh it's kind of like weird. I know it's stupid but I, so I have to resist the urge but if I break a mirror I'm freaking out yes yes um, also going on this weekend aside from people going to Port Dover on Friday the 13th we've got Rock the Park Devin hates music never <laughs> listens to music with a passion with a passion will you come to Rock the Park this weekend and just do some people watching with me you know what I will because, yeah, I was there Wednesday um, for the rock and roll night. There was um, some big American bands like Shinedown and Chevelle there. And it was a great time. It's so funny seeing what people will wear. A lot of leather. Like, <laughs> I, I saw a woman wearing, a, like, basically what would be a leather bikini. And she didn't have any seams on her shorts. And it was just strings attaching the front and the back together. It was a very weird sight. I it's, also noticed... Uh, go ahead. It's like a costume almost, but like you, where you have the freedom to, you know, just kind of be yourself and... Yeah. Because like normally you wouldn't wear that just out to the park. Yeah. It'd be like, it's almost like when you go to Comic-Con and you dress up as a character from this fantasy world, you're dressing up as crazy groupie. Yeah. <laughs> I also noticed a lot of uh, people, a lot of dudes will take their shirts off and then put their shirts over their shoulders. You know what I mean? Like I, I see it. I see it downtown a lot too. I'm going to call it the Dundas necktie. If you drive down the street, there's always a shirtless dude or multiple shirtless dudes with just the shirt around their shoulders. We should try it on Saturday. <laughs> Dev, I'll see you there. The Taz Show Podcast. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra. Jim and Devin Peacock holding it down here at Holly Gully for the break, Biker's Breakfast this morning. We're giving away Rock the Park tickets to see Rise Against Three Days Grace, The Year of a Dead Man, Pop Evil, and Texas King tomorrow night at Harris Park. Who do we have on the line here, sir? Good morning. My name is Chris Tellier. How you doing? I'm good. Yourself? Have you eaten? I'm doing well. Have you eaten breakfast yet? No, not yet. I'm on my way to work. Okay, well, if, I hope you work around Wonderland and Warncliffe, because that's where Holly <laughs> Gully is, buddy. And from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., we got the biker's breakfast going on. But we have another pressing matter to get to, some Rock the Park tickets to give away. Uh, the way the, the game Fake News You Choose works is uh, Devin's going to read uh, five different headlines. And, Chris, all you got to do is tell us uh, if you think they're actual real headlines or some nonsense me and Dev just made up, okay? Sounds good. Sounds good. What's the first headline, Dev? Mm -hmm. 
Man with world's longest nails cuts them after 66 years. Mm. Man with world's longest nails cuts them after 66 years. Fake news, you choose. I'm going to go with real news. You are correct, sir. Let me guess, Dev. A guy from India. It is a guy from India. They they have a lockdown on the long (laughs) nail game. Okay, next headline here. Skydiver crashes through skylight, lands in the middle of a Swedish orgy. Hmm. Skydiver crashes wow. through skylight, lands in the middle I of a Swedish I want to say real news, but I'm going to go with fake news on this one. You Uh-oh. would be right as well. <laughs> it's funny, because uh, this morning we're like, okay, uh, Dev, we need to come up with some fake headlines. He's like, skydiver falls through skylight, lands in an orgy. I'm like, okay, you've thought about this a lot, Dev, apparently. What's the next headline? Miami man with no arms charged with stabbing Chicago tourist. Miami oh. man with no arms char- charged with stabbing Chicago tourist. It's so far-fetched, I'm going to go with real news. You are oh. right. <laughs> what do you think? Did, do you think he had it like in his armpit? or He uh, he used his foot. Oh, uh, okay. I th- the other oh, option is like, put it in your mouth and come at you like a woodpecker. <laughs> Next headline here. Canada's Wonderland employees fired after being duped by two short people on each other's shoulders in a long coat to get on the bat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I don't think you'd be that tall for that ride, so I'm going to go with fake news. <laughs> You're right. That'd be the world's longest headline. <laughs> Doing pretty well here. If you get this last one, the tickets are all yours. Awesome. Dozens of drunk seagulls found on beaches of England. Yes, I remember the story, so I'm going to go with real news. Nice. Oh. What's the deal with that? Are they bummed out about the World Cup loss, Yeah. Bunch of people on the beaches drinking alcohol, left their cups behind. Seagulls come along, drink from the cups. Uh. And they, drunk seagulls look a lot like drunk humans. They stumble around and <laughs> have trouble standing. I had a friend like that in high school who would just go around and drink the bottoms of empty <laughs> people's <laughs> leftover beers. The Tash Show Podcast. Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. It is the Taz Show live from Holly Gully, Friday the 13th, Biker's Breakfast. It is time for sports, though. We're talking LeBron Peacock. LeBron James has wasted no time becoming an L.A. guy. He's already got two houses out there. (laughs) Both, I think, in Brentwood. Brentwood? Brentwood? Brentwood. Where uh, O.J., at his house. Okay. Bad sign. Bad sign. <laughs> but uh, LeBron is no OJ. So he, Does he also have a Ford Bronco? A couple of them. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's, what do you mean he's becoming an L.A. guy? So he was uh, paparazzi, got him coming out of a restaurant the other day. He was having dinner with uh, Al Pacino and Leonardo DiCaprio. And just to, <laughs> just to see the, the paparazzi as he's coming out. Like, uh, he's got multiple cars. Like, the tint is just, like, super black, mm-hmm. just so you can't see in. Security guys are flashing, you know, lights in their in their cameras, so you can't get video of him. But even then, you're just coming outside. Like, I, I understand for him it'd be annoying getting all these paparazzi yeah. there, but still. I mean, technically it's annoying, but this is obviously what's going to happen. You go to L.A., it's a huge paparazzi town. It's the biggest media market in the world. The spotlight is going to be on you in several different ways. He had to have known this coming in right he had to have known it especially when you can you consider like this doesn't happen in cleveland so you know going from cleveland to la like 
you're at the Lakers now. It's it's not just LeBron James living in L.A. It's LeBron James as a member of the Lakers, uh-huh. and it's just a whole other level. So they're also talking that maybe one of the reasons that motivated him to go to L.A. in the first place is so he could get more entrenched in Hollywood. I mean, he's out for dinner with two of the biggest stars ever. So maybe there is some truth to that, right? 100%. Like, so I, it's interesting. His agent, Rich Paul, was saying he went to Miami in 2010 for championships. Mm-hmm. He went to Cleveland, back to Cleveland in 2014 because of a promise he made. And he went to L.A. in 2018 for him. And so when he signed with the Lakers, he did something which he hadn't done with the Cavs at all. He was just signing one-year deals with Cleveland with an option for a second. He just kept picking up the option. Yeah. So Cleveland never really knew if he was going to stick around long term. With the Lakers, he signed a four-year deal. And then the Lakers went out and signed some guys who were a little... Not the greatest. They're not championship-level guys. So he's willing to give the Lakers time to build up a champ, uh, a championship team. So people are thinking now that he's in L.A., obviously he still wants to win, mm-hmm. but he's also looking at his post-NBA career and what he's going to be doing then. He wants to do a little bit like what Kobe Bryant's done in terms of uh, having you know a movie studio and doing films, documentaries, whatever. But he also wants to just be a a movie star. He's Space already, Jam 2. Space Jam 2 is the big rumor, but he there was a story in Variety the other day. He had a meeting with Paramount Pictures. He pitched them a comedy that he would be starring in. Wait, he was in, was he in Trainwreck? I he think? was in Trainwreck with yeah. Amy Schumer. He was good in it. Yeah, it was funny. Apparently. And so, he was great on Saturday Night Live, yeah, too. He, he's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. So he's the, they haven't said if it was picked up or not. <gasps> I've, got a, I've got a movie pitch for LeBron James, Dev. Hear All right. me out. So LeBron, you know, he's been he was captain of the American Olympic basketball team, right? Yeah. He's the man. Yeah. Okay. LeBron James has to take on the North Korean basketball team <laughs> to save America. Kim Jong Un is actually an amazing athlete, and he's got Dennis Rodman on his squad, and all the other guys Dennis Rodman uh, got in there. So uh, America has to take on Kim Jong. In North Korea to like save America or something like that. I like it. <laughs> Get could, on it. He could even like have the guys who did like uh, South Park write it because they had that the whole uh, movie with South. Yeah, uh, Team America World Team Police. America. Love it. Team America Basketball Police. <laughs> Make it happen, guys. We're about to dive into uh, some breakfast here soon, but first we're gonna dive into the hate that's coming out of Max Domi's mouth for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Max Domi, what's next? He's gonna say he hates the London Knights. He's joined the Windsor Spitfire. <laughs> Better not. So Max Domi was traded uh, as I think uh, you may you may remember. It's a couple weeks ago now. Lots happened. John Tavares has since mm-hmm. joins the Toronto Maple Leafs. He was traded from Arizona to Montreal. Now a member of the Canadians. He's going to wear number thirteen with Montreal in honor of Matt Sundin. Mm. So wrap your head around. He's, he's wearing it in honor of a Maple Leaf, but. Uh, he to endear himself to Habs fans, even though he grew up a Leafs fan in Toronto, because obviously his dad played for Toronto. He says he now hates the Leafs because he's a member of the Habs, and he has a grand plan to troll the Leafs because the Leafs and Habs are playing opening night in the NHL. Love it. And his goal is to get Ty Domi to wear a Habs jersey during that game. Do you think he would? He's got it. I mean, he he, would, it's his son. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even hate on him if he did. I, I love, I love Domi. Obviously, growing up, like it was right in my wheelhouse. He was the man at the time. Um, still is, obviously. But uh, well, I love. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't get mad if he wore like, a, a half jersey. Ty Domi going to war with Flyers fans and pretty yeah. much like Domi was the best. And yeah. Like, he, he 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 obviously was a fighter. 
but he had some, he had some he had some skill. He could score some goals. Yeah, he had a couple dangles here. I don't know how many goals he get a season. Fifteen, maybe. I don't know. He might have had one twenty goal season, maybe. But yeah. that, that's not his primary goal. Yeah, and I, I understand why. Uh, you know. Um, Max Domi would love Matt Sundin's playing style because it's more of his style versus Ty Domi. But how does Domi, Papa Domi, feel about his son wearing one of his teammates' numbers instead of his? Well, I mean, when Domi was like, uh, Max has never worn Domi's jersey. Like he was twenty-eight with the Leafs. He okay. was eight at one point, I think, earlier in his career. He was twenty. So Ty had a couple different numbers. But when Max was in London, he didn't wear twenty-eight. He wore 16, mm-hmm. and so I mean, Max Domi, uh, Ty Domi, and Matt Sundin were basically best friends. Ty, Ty sorry, Max considers Matt's to be basically an uncle of his, and so that's his way of just honoring uh, Matt Sundin. Well, that's pretty darn cool. I like it. It's a pretty, it's a neat story. I'm sure Habs fans would prefer he was honoring not. One of the best <laughs> least of all time. Maybe Howie Morenz. He could he could wear <laughs> Howie Morenz's number. I don't even know Much what that honor, is. Uh, Carey Price, huh? What yeah. Carey Price? Do you think, uh, this is so stupid, and it's a dumb question, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Do you think there's a chance that Max Domi could ever play for the Leafs? Of course there is. I mean, there's there's always a chance. I mean, yeah, I guess, but. He, he just signed a two-year contract. I mean, the, the chances of him doing it are decreased now that John Tavares is here, just mm-hmm. because the Leafs have so many, off, so many forwards that most of their money t- going forward is going to be tied up in Tavares, Matthews, Marner, and Nylander, and so their need in the future won't necessarily be a forward, but if, say, if Nylander leaves in the future, or he's traded, or something happens in that sense, and they need some help up front in offense, and Max has just signed a two-year contract, could be a free agent in two years, maybe something happens. I think one day it could be a cool story, because he is the Toronto guy, mm-hmm. the Leafs are building a franchise, where we've seen with John Tavares, guys now want to come play in Toronto and win in Toronto. He's got the temperament to win in Toronto. He's got the temperament to play in Montreal, which is just as difficult. Mm-hmm. So I think one day it could happen, but uh, I wouldn't bet on it happening anytime soon. Yeah, well, either way, uh, former London Knight, it's going to be nice to see him. Like, Because I wasn't watching too many Coyotes games, not going to lie to you, but obviously going to be watching a lot more Habs games, so it'll be nice to see Domi out on the ice again. The next Coyotes game I watch will be my first. <laughs> right on. Thanks, Dev. The Tash Show Podcast. Our guest on the show this morning is a stuntman and actor. He's been in countless movies and TV shows, but he's best known for his portrayal of Jason Voorhees in the Friday the 13th movies, 7 through 10. Kane Hodder, welcome to London, Ontario. Well, thank you. It's good to be back here. I've been here before, you know. Have you? What were you in London for? I mean, I I had a friend way, way long time ago that was from this area. It's good to be back. Wish it was a little warmer, however. This is is pretty nice. This is the end of April, for God's sake. If you were here two weeks ago, there was ice falling off of buildings and trees. It was brutal compared to this. When I left my house, I live in L.A., when I left my house yesterday, it was uh, 82 Okay. This is literally the <laughs> nicest day we've had in eight months. And, and I'm Kane, you're here, you're it. pooping on it. Pooping <laughs> on it. He seems like a pretty nice guy. I was, uh, to be honest, like. I was a little scared to, to have you in the studio uh, growing up watching all the Friday the 13th movies. Now, let me just give you a little hint here. You've seen my movies, so you know I let people become comfortable with situations. 
And, and that's as when you soon as you that. let your guard down. So watch your back. As soon as that uh, bikini top comes off, <laughs> <laughs> the machete pops up. <laughs> At least you hope that's a machete. Metaphorically, anyway, yes. Kane, uh, shock stock, I know a lot of people very excited to have you here at the Ramada this weekend. Uh, you were scheduled to come to a shock stock, was it last year? Last year, and yeah. And then a uh, film commitment came up, exactly. so you couldn't make it. You said you'd come back, and you have, so kudos to you for being a man of your word. Well, you know, I, I don't like ever canceling, but when it does happen, I like to do everything I can to make it good. I was looking at your IMDb. You've got like 15 projects in production, some form of production. You're a busy guy. Yeah, it's, I'm very fortunate. Uh, you know, I mean, I've been a stuntman for 41 years, so now most of my work is just acting, which is, you know, a lot easier on the body. So, Is it funny when you go on set, and you've worked with some big names. You did stunts in the movie Seven with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. I did. Uh, You're in the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. I killed Daredevil's father. <laughs> you don't even realize that when you see the movie. There would be no Daredevil <laughs> if it wasn't for you. We beat him up in the alley after he doesn't throw the fight. Yeah. And you can't even tell that's me beating him to death. That's how convincing you were. No, no, no. <laughs> Just the way it's shot. It's the so I, I appear to be like background, uh, an extra in the movie, because you see me sitting next to the boss at, at the fight. Yeah. And then that's the last you think you see me because mm. you don't realize I'm I'm the one beating him up. How did you get into uh, stunts? Like, how did you get on that road? I was going to college, <laughs> majoring in cartography. Oh, crap. That's geography or something maps, like that. Yeah. Maps, yeah, 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 maps. It is. I was a geography major and cartography, and I just always enjoyed maps. I still do. I can still look at a map of an area for a long time and just be And pick enthralled. out the best place to kill teenagers on. <laughs> I like the looks of that lake. Well, any lake, really. But, um, all lakes. But while I was in between semesters, I went to Universal Studios and st- saw the stunt show. Going to stunt school sounds like the modern-day equivalent of running away and joining the circus. Like, were your parents kind of disappointed that you had left college? Uh, yeah, but I think they kind of thought in their minds well yeah he'll he'll come back to his senses but you know he never did so and what? unfortunately my dad died before i became successful in my chosen career which kind of sucks because he never got to see that i did make the right choice right. so you know well, i'm sure he knows i guess yeah i mean that's the only way you can think about it mm-hmm. yeah Kane Hodder is the man behind the hockey mask. He was Jason in many of the Friday the 13th movies. He's at Shockstock here in London this weekend. Talking about stunts here, there must be one or two stunts that didn't go the way you hoped. Uh, Tell us about some of the worst injuries you've had. It really doesn't even um, compare to anything else. I got burned doing a fire stunt in my first professional year in oh, the stunt man. business. Wow. A lot of people would have walked away at that <clears throat> point. Yeah, I know. And I had had enough um, experience with the business that I fell in love with it. And when I got burned and thought, wow, this it literally almost killed me. There, There's a documentary that's just coming out right now about my life, and it's pretty um, interesting because of what you have to go through when you're burned, when you have proper care. Right. And I didn't have proper care, so I uh, made the whole nightmare a hundred times worse. You tend to think, maybe this isn't uh, what I should do after all. And 
but I never, I never felt that. I just was like, okay, I got to get over this so I can get back to what I loved. Just the little taste of it that I had had so far. I loved it so much. I couldn't wait to get back. And even, you know, went back to fire stunts. So having an accident like that early on, you'd think it would make you more meticulous in the planning. And that's exactly how I looked at it. You become a better stuntman because of it. That's exactly right. That's why I went back to fire because I said, okay, now I know a lot of the mistakes that can be made doing a fire stunt. And now I won't make those anymore. So. Jason Voorhees like to kill uh, the teenagers. I think Jim really looks a lot like a teenager that might get killed by Jason at Camp Crystal Lake. Would you agree with that, Kane? He looks like a former teenager that's now a counselor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say he still looks like he's got some come up and stuff. <laughs> Looking at Jim, uh, how do you think uh, Jason would take him out? What? Oh, I. You know what? Just looking at your face, I, I, I'm sure you've heard this before, but it feels like someone should twist your head off mm. and then defecate down the hole. Oh, sound like I mean, is that too much? You sound too like far? my dad. Too far? <laughs> <laughs> your dad. Oh, I gotta meet I just want to see Jason Verhees sitting on my shoulders <laughs> right. with a newspaper. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't think I ever... How many movies were there? It's over 10. I don't think I There's ever saw these go to the bathroom once. No. Oh, <laughs> so you can imagine there yeah, it is. Yeah, it's been building up it, for a while. <laughs> it will fill your body cavity. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Kane Hodder, so nice to me. And now now when I see Jason Voorhees, I'm going to be like, oh, look at that guy's a great guy. People and just don't understand him. You'll just picture me, you know, what we talked about with yeah, the, taking a dump. With uh, the newspaper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go see Kane Hodder this weekend at Shock Stock. All the details for the event are on the Taz Show blog at FM96.com. The 96 Take with Taz, Jim, and Devin.